Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk about the Pac-12 here, okay? Your team, yeah, the Oregon Ducks. Number three in the country. Number three in the country. It was ugly last week. Kind of ugly. it was. Man, um, it was. Good teams win and great teams cover. The great team did not cover, but they were it a good was, team. I mean, 29 and a half is a lot. Well, you said they were national championship uh, contenders. 29 is a You got to start covering big spreads. Is a lot. Now they are eight and a half. I think yesterday when we talked about the game, they were seven and a half point favorites. They are now up to eight and a half point favorites against Stanford. Yeah. Listen, Thibodeau with an X is a full go. <laughs> he, he hurt. That's, I mean, yeah, like Creole Thibodeau. I like Everybody that. calls him Creole Thibodeau, one of the, I think probably the best uh, defensive player in the nation. Uh, probably going to go. Uh, I mean, very early in the very early in the draft. Mm-hmm. I think the the problem for the Ducks is they had to eliminate the explosive plays. They had a couple of injuries. Uh, Noah Sewell and Thibodeau both got injured. Yep. The running backs have killed the Ducks. They gave up 435 yards of offense to a team that's winless. Yep. Gross. They allowed 31 first downs. 31 first downs. They had they and allowed they, four. What was it? Four for four and fourth downs for four Arizona. for four and fourth downs. That's it was ridiculous. gross. And I, I want to say the third down conversion was very high as well. Yeah, I would not would not be uh, surprised. But here's the deal: as bad as the Ducks have been on defense in the last week or two, mm-hmm. really the last week because Thibodeau went out with a little ankle sprain again, and mm-hmm. Noah Sewell had like a little stinger thing. The Cardinal can't defend either. Yeah. They allowed UCLA, which is clearly an inferior offense to us, One to put assume. up over 500 yards of offense. 293 through the air, 6.7 yards per play for uh, UCLA last okay. week against Okay, so State. I like Oregon's offense to roll. I really like Oregon at that number, eight and a half. And also... The, finally, the silly numbers have gone away. There you go. I like that. I, I probably would lean Oregon in this one. The Cardinals last week um, against UCLA's defense, just 11 first downs. Can I speak? Can I speak about something? Yes, Aaron Judge prop just hit plus Did 400. You? There you go. Just hit. Homer! Now we get, hot. Can we get a Juan Soto prop? That game hasn't started yet, but if you... It's plus 250, though. Gross. You took it, though. No, I said I didn't I didn't like it as much. Oh, as much as the Aaron as, Jones, yeah. uh, Judge prop. Good mm-hmm. for Aaron Judge. The Yankees. <laughs> you know. We're rooting against... We're an anti-Yankee podcast slash... Live show, live betting show. I actually bet, I backed the Yankees a lot during the season. Well, until like the pet, until you got here, then I faded them. But that doesn't, I mean, that's your betting cue. Yeah. Your personal cue, we bet against the Yankees. My personal cue, I do not care about the Yankees whatsoever. You know me, huge baseball guy. All right. More Pac 12 action for you guys. Arizona State. Arizona State plays UCLA. In LA. This is a really interesting game. Now, we look at the last time out, Arizona State, they hosted Colorado last Saturday. They won 35 to 13. Jumped out to a 14-0 lead. Went on a 21-0 run in the second half. Come away with just an easy 22-point victory. Now, Jaden, did I get the lineup for that Oregon game? Eight, right? Eight and a half. Eight and a half? Did I get the total in that game? And actually, UCLA just played Stanford last last game. I'm talking about Arizona State. Oh, Arizona State. They Got played you. Buffalo. Got you. Yes. Uh, Oregon and Stanford, by the way, the total in that game was 58. Plus 260 on the money line for Stanford. Minus 354 Oregon. All right. Arizona State is the game I'm talking about. Handle Buffalo, playing against UCLA. Um, UCLA just beat up on Stanford, 35-24. UCLA's uh, 20th ranked team in the country. I mean, the line is three and a half. If you need me to give you breakdown analysis, let's just say this. (laughs) UCLA is a good team. Chip Kelly is an elite-level coach at the college level. Arizona Arizona State 
Herm Edwards, Schmer, Schmer Edwards. Whoa, Herm Edwards is a, a goat. Don't don't Herm Edwards, Schmer Edwards, <laughs> Listen, Herm Edwards. UCLA I will fight for home. Herm Edwards. No Herm Edwards slander on this UCLA show. UCLA at home minus three and a half. I love. Wow. I think I think Chip. You Kelly, weren't impressed by Jaden McDaniel's a uh, Jaden Daniels? Excuse me. Last week, I just eighteen like, for twenty five. Now he didn't throw any touchdowns, but he threw no picks. Two thirty six through the air. He also is a dual threat quarterback. Seventy five rushing yards. He did his thing, I guess. Defensively though. I think, the, I think the UCLA Bruins are pushing to win the Pac-12 South and try to take on Oregon for the Pac-12 title. So you think they're for real? I think that I don't know if they're for real, but in this in this conference, I think that they're more for real than Arizona State. And three and a half is very low at home. That's a that's basically a pick 'em. That's kind of disrespectful when you're the 20th ranked team in the country, it and is. and Arizona State is not ranked. Like I, I actually don't understand that number. The more and more I think about that number, the more and more I want to play it. Are you going to play it, though? Yeah, I'm going to play it as, uh, as soon as we get on the break. So UCLA has won the past two meetings between these two teams. Um, last week, of course, 14-0 lead early. Um, uh, they had to fend off Stanford, though. Stanford came back, tied the game yep. up 21 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 18 yep. for 21, 251 yards, two, two tutties. Um, also ran for two touchdowns himself. Defensively, though, the Bruins uh, allowed 360 total yards it didn't force any Stanford. Turnovers. I really like this kid, Zach, Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, he's averaging, I think, five yards a carry. Uh, he's getting a lot of work. He had like twenty-five carries, twenty-three carries last last game against Stanford. Uh, like I said, Stanford's defense is trash. So they were gonna get they were gonna get theirs. Uh, Dorian Thompson ran a bit too. He's had sixteen carries for thirty yards. So yeah, I think UCLA is not for real, for real, but Pac-12 for real. So, Pac-12 for real. Let's look at the lines. Three and a half is the number for the UCLA Bruins. Um, the total in that game, their favorite, of course, the UCLA Bruins are. Total in that game is 55 and a half. Ooh-wee. Minus 165 on the money line for UCLA. Arizona State getting a little love here. Plus yeah, 135. What is your, what's your feel on the total? I, it's it's kind of weird now it's these weird, days, though. It's weird for me. Like, watching about. college football in general, especially Pac-12 football, and being like, I'm going to take the under in this game. Like, what type of sicko are you? Sicko. Um, 55 and a half is the total. If, if anything, the defenses aren't phenomenal. I would take the over if anything. I would, I would take the over in that game. Now, of course, that game starts at 1030. Pac-12 after dark, <laughs> Pac-12 baby. That means that you're going to see some pick dark. sixes. You're going to see some safeties. You're going to see, you're going to see some wild ish. Every time Pac-12 after dark comes out, it's like 115 in the morning and Twitter goes crazy. That's what happens. I have a question. Yeah. How is it after dark, but it's dark outside? Wouldn't after dark be in the morning? Like, honest question. And I know after I got the hits, I got the one shot. Like, like, if it's after dark, it means after it would like be darkness. after it's dark outside. So after dark would be like no, no, no. a it's morning not like game, a after, day game. It's not after the darkness leaves. It's after darkness hits. Then why don't they say after dark hits? Because it just doesn't sound as good. Then it's Donnie misleading Darko. with after dark. So whoever came Pac up with after, after dark, dark should be sued because that's false advertising. This Pac- is Pac-12 Pac 12 at night. This is Pac-12 at night. Pac-12, this is Pac-12 before dark. Pac- midnight pack. Midnight, midnight pack. pack. That sounds like a, a, a strand of weed you could sell. Yeah, here in it does. You midnight want a midnight pack. pack? So midnight pack? Did you guys play midnight basketball growing up? Did you have that? Like like organized? Yeah, like at YMCA's or Boys and Girls Clubs I've or I've never played midnight basketball. I've been to like a summer camp where basketball was present and we stayed wow, up and played. Wow, that's wild. So all the way through growing up. Uh, on like the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, my local boys and girls club had something called midnight basketball and it would get underway at like 10, 30, 11 p.m. And you would play all the way to like 1, 2 a.m. As like a kid. Where were your parents? A lot of that was like your parents brought you. 
Really? Yeah, like the Hey, go were... out there. Hey, it's dark outside. Just keep playing basketball, Jimmy. I'll be back at three. No, no, it was inside. It was like in, it, there was like real security. There were refs. It was oh. organized. Organized hoop. You know what kind of sucks about the DMV area, though? We have a lot of athletes, but not. High murder rate. Well, yeah, that's, that's never great. The murdering of human beings, I would say. Yes. Um, yes, that does suck. But also the basketball courts um, and the availability of such. Not great. Well, especially when you're in Southern Maryland. You know what sucks about DC? The murder rates. Yes. I can't disagree with that. The murder rates anywhere suck. We do not advocate for any murderings. No, no, but DC has like an unusually high murder rate. Yeah, it's for been no like that for a very for a long, long time. time. Yes. Welcome to Chocolate City. Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, we got the Oregon State Beavers. Beavs. We'll try to keep their three-game winning streak alive. They take the field against the Washington Huskies. Husky. We always say, huck the Fuskies. That's what we always say. Yeah, that was that's it. Huck, yep. huck Is, it. Can she say that? That's yeah. like That's equivalent to caca, right? We did that's caca like last night? That's like bull caca. Bull caca. Finding new and unique ways to... Not okay. swear on air while getting our point right. very clearly across. No, that's uh, what Jesse we would said say. he'll allow it. He Jesse, Jesse gave me the call. He said he'll allow it. Okay. They do not. They do not. Uh, huck is not a swear word. Huck is not. Nope. What was the other part of that? Fusky. Hmm. That it's seems like it's towing the slab a little <laughs> also bit. Also not. Washington at Oregon State. That game is at nine o'clock. I hate yeah. both of these teams. Yeah. Uh, these, uh, don't we all? For an Oregon <laughs> team, like these are the two teams we hate the most. Yeah. It goes number one. Truthfully, number one, Huskies. Number two, Beavers. Number three, Arizona Wildcats. That's the top three, baby. Maybe you guys should just be nicer and start throwing some love and put a little love in your heart. Oregon State, two and a half point favorites in that. Do you love that? You like that? 56. 56 is the total in that game. I don't. It's almost a pick em here. Oregon State's minus 135 on the money line. Washington plus 115. Both now, these teams are trash. Um, when you look at this matchup, the, the 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 line is at 56. It actually dropped down. It opened up at 57. Came down to 50, 56 and a half yesterday. Now it's 56. The Beavers ranked 12th with 5.8 yards per carry um, so far this season on the ground, of course. And the Huskies, 4.4 rushing yards per carry. They uh, Both teams shouldn't really impress you with their ground game. The Huskies, though, when you look at that team, they convert in their third downs. They get off the field. And also, they've only allowed two sacks this year. So they protect the quarterback. They convert on third downs. And they run the ball at an average, average rank, 226 yards per game. Now, Washington's defense has been pretty stout this year, um, only giving up 164 yards per game on the ground. That's pretty good for college football because college football, I mean, you know, you get, go ahead and get 600 yards in your sleep. That's typically how the game goes. Anything that you love to watch in this one or, or got an eye for? I've been looking at Dylan Morris for Washington. I mean, I think that's he's a, a pretty big playmaker um, for Washington. He leads the team with 1,100 yards. Um, he's averaging 280 yards per game. So Washington has a running game. We're looking at the other side. Oregon State's defense has to pick it up a little bit. Uh, Dylan Morris also can catch balls too. He has a 57% completion percentage this year. I can throw the ball. I think for me, me. the key is this. Oh, no, no, there is no key uh, because we're about to go to break real quick. Quickly. Are you, are you, are you leaning the Oregon State State because Oregon State pounded SC story program, snapping a 61 year losing streak. The Huskies barely beat Cal, which is maybe the worst team in the Pac-12 in overtime. So that's where I lean. I leave Oregon State to cover 